0: Welcome back to Your Voice First. Today we are discussing the Polygon blockchain. If you've done anything in Web3 on Ethereum, whether that's buying NFTs or developing smart contracts or interacting with smart contracts on Uniswap or any other DeFi protocol, you know how high gas fees are on Ethereum. Transactions can cost anything from On a good day, $7, and on a bad day, upwards of $70 to $100. So the solution for this that I've been gravitating towards is Layer 2 scaling, especially on Polygon. Now, I've been enjoying Polygon, and I've been developing smart contracts on their Mumbai testnet. Yesterday, I wanted to start making it real and publishing to their main net. Now, on a testnet, it's very easy to get the token so that you can deploy onto the testnet. You just head over to something called a faucet, you enter in your public address key for your MetaMask wallet or wherever your wallet is, and then the faucet will add some of that token to your wallet, which then you can start deploying smart contracts, making transactions and other calls to interact with your smart contract, like minting NFTs. But once you actually want to deploy to the mainnet, that's when you actually need to have the token inside of your wallet. So... Step one was pretty easy. I bought some of the Matic token. For me, I bought it on Coinbase, but you can buy it anywhere that you can kind of change your fiat currency into a cryptocurrency. Or if you're a DeFi native and all of your money already exists in cryptocurrency, you can just head over to a swap like UniSwap, SushiSwap, PancakeSwap, and then convert any token that you have into the Matic token. Now, after you've converted your token to the Matic token, this is where it gets a little weird from what I was expecting. So I was expecting to just be able to convert it and then boom, I can start making transactions on Polygon, but that was not actually correct. So what I did is I sent my, uh, Matic from Coinbase into my local MetaMask wallet. Um, I just went into Coinbase, I tapped on my portfolio, I went to the Matic token, and then I tapped the send button, after that I typed in my wallet address from Metamask, I actually scanned the QR code on my phone, and after that I typed in the amount of Matic I wanted to send, I just wanted to make it simple, so I sent $10, and then after I paid the network fee of, I think it was like a buck fifty, to be able to send it, Um, after I sent that, I didn't see it in my MetaMask and that's where I start to freak out. I was like, oh gosh, I just sent Matic. I didn't look it up beforehand. Where's my Matic at? I definitely typed in this public key, right? Why isn't the token showing up inside of my wallet? I've got the network on the Matic mainnet, but the tokens aren't showing up in my wallet. Then I kind of freak out for a little bit. Check multiple times to make sure that I typed in the public key correctly. And when I still couldn't figure it out, I start looking around on Google. Google had some posts um, on some forums, but none of them had any answers. There were other people that said, hey, I sent Matic from my Coinbase account over to Metamask, but it's not showing up on the Matic mainnet. Where did my tokens go? So Google wasn't super helpful for me. I just left there feeling... I guess not super anxious because it was only $10, but the main anxiety came from how do I actually get Matic tokens so that I can deploy the smart contract to the Polygon mainnet. Then it hit me to go over to YouTube because there's tons of YouTubers that are out there talking about cryptocurrencies and DeFi protocols and other Web3 development on smart contracts and Ethereum. First one, the first result when I... Uh, I don't even remember the search I ran, how to send Matic uh, from Coinbase to the Matic mainnet or something like that. First result gave me the answer. The Matic you buy on Coinbase is an Ethereum token. It's not the Matic uh, sidechain token, which is what you use to actually deploy smart contracts. Let me say that again because I was very confused as well. When you buy Matic on Coinbase, you are buying an ERC-20 token that lives on top of Ethereum. You're buying a Matic token that lives on top of Ethereum and all the gas fees still apply. What you need to do then is use a bridge to transfer the Matic tokens from Ethereum over to the Matic sidechain. Because once it's on the Matic sidechain, all the gas fees go away Because you're now dealing with the Matic blockchain, which is the layer 2 scaling solution where you can actually interact with smart contracts without any gas fees. But the step that was important and that I didn't follow is that I sent an Ethereum ERC 20 token to my MetaMask, not a token that lives on the Matic mainnet. So what I was then able to do is I took the smart contract address from the matic erc20 token that lives on top of ethereum added that to my ethereum wallet and then boom the matic tokens i bought showed up in the account because i'm now looking at the proper token contract address i'm starting to feel better now because i can at least see the tokens that i sent inside of my metamask wallet i didn't lose the tokens they weren't just like disappearing into the ether but they did show up inside of my wallet Then another question popped into my head. If this isn't the token that I need to be able to deploy smart contracts onto the Polygon mainnet, what is this token used for and how can I actually get my uh, Matic token to be able to deploy smart contracts? Because the whole point of using Matic is to not have gas fees. But uh, yeah, this is an Ethereum token and on Ethereum there's gas fees. So what do I do now? So the next step for me was you then need a bridge to take the Matic tokens you bought on Ethereum and bridge it over to the Matic, uh, the Polygon network. So this is, I guess, why Matic and Polygon rebranded into Polygon is that the Matic token is what they call on top of Ethereum, but Polygon is that side chain that is different and has the gas-free transactions okay so I went on to the uh, polygon wallet and then I clicked in their app section in the top right and then I selected the bridge which is one of their applications so then I connected my metamask and I said okay let me just send one token across the bridge because 10 <laughs> I was already not off to a good start and I thought I lost those tokens forever so let me just send one medic token across the bridge so that one Matic token should be enough for me to be able to deploy smart contracts onto the uh, Polygon mainnet. So I type in one of the Ethereum Matic tokens, and then I click the convert button and I approve it. And then I see, hey, here's your gas fees. Cause in order to take the token from Ethereum and move it over to the Polygon chain, you have two different gas costs for two transactions. One where the token is deposited into a smart contract and then another where it is converted into Matic, I believe. Let me double check that. Yes, so there's two different gas fees. One is approving the deposit, which is, I guess, signing the transaction. And then the second gas fee you get charged is to complete the deposit. Now, I'm looking at the bridge transfer right now. Um, I pulled it up exactly like I did last time. And I want to send one MATIC token from Ethereum over to Polygon. And the gas cost right now to approve the transaction is about $1.64 worth of Ethereum. And then the completion of the deposit is $7.68 worth of Ethereum. So for me to send one MATIC token, which is valued around $1, it's going to cost me about $10 to move that token into a place where I can actually access it as a developer so after all everything that I did yesterday I really just threw my hands up and I was like what the heck I just wanted to be able to deploy a smart contract I went and bought the Matic token I tried to send it to my MetaMask I thought I lost it in the process I finally figured out where it was and now when I'm trying to bridge it it's going to cost me more to in gas fees than the token that I'm actually trying to send what the heck Is this a feature or a bug? Like, is the point of this to try to make it so that we're not bogging down the network with a bunch of small transactions? Or is this just a bug that is getting solved with ETH2 and other solutions? So I tweeted that out and then just went to bed thinking, okay, um, well, the reason I went to bed and didn't complete it is uh, it was about 8 a.m. Eastern time. So the United States was just starting to wake up and perform a lot of Ethereum transactions. So, uh, the gas costs, instead of being $10, like they are right now at two 39 PM in Thailand, which is 3 AM in the U S. So everyone's asleep. So gas costs are a lot lower. Um, still $10 for me to make this bridge transaction, but lower than it was when I was trying to do it at the end of my day in the start of the day in the United States. Um, the fees were around $20, So that didn't make sense to me at all. So I tweeted it out, asked if it was a feature or a bug, and then went to sleep. Woke up this morning with a DM from a company called Mint Songs. I've been interacting a little bit with their CEO and their CTO, and I got a DM from them that said, hey, send me your Matic address. I'll send you over enough Matic tokens so that you can deploy hundreds of NFTs and smart contracts without having to worry about it. I... Uh, That was a real good morning, a real GM message to receive. So I sent them over my public address from MetaMask and five minutes later they had sent me a couple of MATIC tokens and boom, my entire problems are solved because let's talk about why it was easier for them to send me MATIC um, instead of me trying to convert my Ethereum ERC20 MATIC token across onto the Polygon network. This is very confusing for me, and one of the big reasons I'm doing this podcast is uh, to just say it out loud so that it can process for me, and also if anyone else is encountering these type of challenges trying to build on the Polygon blockchain and are getting frustrated by it. Um, So here's why it was easier. For me, I am trying to convert an Ethereum token into a different blockchain using a plasma bridge, so there's Ethereum costs associated. Now, Mint Songs, um, when they are going to send me the token, they're sending it and keeping it on the Polygon network. So they've already gone through all the process of converting tokens and getting it onto the Polygon blockchain. So for them to send me a couple of Matic tokens, it didn't cost them any fees. It cost them less than a penny to send me all that because it's all staying on the Polygon blockchain. So for them to send me the, the uh the Polygon tokens, altogether, the tokens that they sent and the gas costs is was less than just the gas costs on Ethereum. So I'm super grateful for Mint Songs for sending it to me because what I'm about to do now is I'm about to go on a live stream where I'm taking the NFT minting smart contract that I have deployed on the Mumbai testnet, and I'm going to deploy that onto the Polygon main chain. And in order to do that, I need a a private key i need a i need a wallet that has enough matic token to deploy it not from a testnet faucet i needed the actual production mainnet token and now that mint song sent that to me i can go ahead and deploy my smart contract and based off of what matic said i or based off of what mint song said in the dms i should be able to do a lot of deployments from just a couple of tokens which is really exciting for me i'm not sure if this is as confusing in me describing it as it was when I went through it but that's what happened and now I'm finally ready to deploy smart contracts from my local computer. DeFi and Web3 is not easy. There's a lot of complications and even me, I consider myself a tech savvy person, had a lot of issues and frustrations trying to do development work on the Polygon main chain or to be able to build on top of an Ethereum virtual machine anything that would have been very simple for me to do on a Google Cloud platform or on an Amazon web service. Now, this isn't me saying, hey, Web 2 is better. Let's all go back to using AWS and Google Cloud. Web 3 is going to be the future. But this is me saying there are a lot of challenges. There's a lot of costs associated, which is a big opportunity for um, people to solve it, like, One way that people can solve it is just by talking about it on podcasts so that you, the listener, who might have never tried to deploy a smart contract onto the Polygon main chain or who might have never tried to convert their tokens can understand. Like when I bought the Matic token on Coinbase, I thought I was buying it on the Polygon blockchain so that I could use it right away. But I'm learning that the token I bought is on the Ethereum blockchain. There's a lot to learn and right now there are a lot of hoops to jump through. And what's the saying? The You could either call it a challenge or you could call it an opportunity. And I'm seeing this as an opportunity because there's still a lot of growth to be had. Solutions are getting built out every single day. The reason Polygon exists is so that I as a developer can deploy my smart contracts onto a blockchain without having to pay those ludicrous fees that exist over on Ethereum. However, for me as a developer to use that, I have to be able to get tokens so that my account has a balance that allows me to deploy a smart contract. And this isn't like Google Cloud where I can just plug in a credit card number. I've got to actually get the tokens from my bank account in US dollars all the way over onto the Polygon blockchain somehow, which uh, there are solutions for. They are just... uh, Not incredibly, they wouldn't pass the grandma test. Like, if I wanted my grandma to do this, she would not be able to do it. Like, it took me about 24 hours to be able to get the tokens I needed. If I had my grandma do this with an incentive enough so that she was motivated to do it, I'm not sure she would be able to do it if she had a year of studying. And that might be in, uh, that might not be giving my grandma enough credit. She is a very smart woman and she's a very sweet woman and she's still keeping active even in her older age. But that's all to say it was a very challenging and complicated process. So not gonna talk about how challenging it is anymore. My next steps in deploying my NFT script uh to the polygon main chain is to just run my transaction and instead of trying to deploy it to the Polygon testnet, I'll deploy it to the Polygon main chain. So to summarize, here's the steps I'm gonna do. One I'm gonna redeploy the script to I'm gonna redeploy the smart contract to the Polygon Testnet, because it's free for me to do, just to verify that my code is working right. After I do that, I'm gonna then switch out and instead of using the testnet, I'm just gonna change one variable in my command line call to deploy the smart contract to the um, Polygon main chain. And once that happens, I'm going to take the contract deployment link from Polygon Scan which is pretty much a web interface that allows me to see all the transactions and smart contracts on Polygon. I'm going to tweet that out so that uh, I have proof that I did deploy the smart contract onto the Polygon main chain. And after that, I'm going to do a happy dance and I'm going to post the video on Udemy and I'm going to continue to go about my day. But instead of interacting and deploying NFTs on a testnet, which really doesn't matter to anybody, the fact that I can deploy NFTs onto a testnet... I'm now going to be deploying uh, NFTs onto a live production polygon blockchain, which is a much bigger deal so that uh, this challenge I'm on, the 100 days of generative art, instead of it being uh, a test net where I'm doing it, I can do it on a main net, which allows me as a developer who's trying to learn more about blockchain, have a much more concrete environment. Uh, to understand what it's like to develop blockchain applications uh, that actually can do something with the world. So, sorry for the ramble. It's been about 18 minutes of me talking about this, but I'm still trying to wrap my head around this, understand what it means as a developer, as a person that's in technology, as a person that wants to become more crypto-native or bankless. I still don't fully understand, but if you have questions feel free to reach out and ask me. I would love to help anybody that is trying to do uh, polygon development. Um, last note I'm going to make, I've been talking to more and more CEOs and CTOs of blockchain companies, and I'm seeing that a lot of companies have been turning to polygon either already having deployed smart contracts on polygon or are considering and actively working on deploying on polygon. It seems like the, uh, the best solution for deploying smart contracts that are ethereum virtual machine compatible um yeah so polygon's the solution i'm doubling down on polygon and i'm gonna go and deploy some smart contracts onto the polygon main chain thanks everyone for listening have a great day and keep on finding your voice